Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. The term Apocrypha is biblical text or related writings not forming part of the accepted canon of Christian Scripture. While some might be of doubtful authorship or authenticity, the word Apocryphal was first applied to Christian writings which were to be read privately rather than in the public context of church services. Apocrypha were thus edifying Christian works that were not considered canonical scripture. Historically, it wasn't until after the 16th century Protestant Reformation that the word apocrypha was used by some reformers to mean false, unauthentic, bad, or heretical. The biblical apocrypha denotes the collection of apocryphal ancient books thought to have been written sometime between 200 B.C. and A.D. 400. Certain churches include some of these texts within the body of their version of the Old Testament, while others do not, with some deeming them useful for non-canonical instruction. Let's explore the Nativity of Mary, Mother of Jesus, along with theologian Dr. Taylor Marshall and the apocryphal Protevangelium of James. Birth of the Virgin Mary We believe that her parents' names were Joachim, her father, and Anna, or Anne, her mother. I'm going to read the first few chapters from the Proto-Gospel, or the Proto-Evangelium of St. James. It's an apocryphal work. It was actually condemned in 405 by Pope Innocent I as not being sacred scripture. So we are reading an apocryphal document. Therefore, we should not bank on it and see it as sacred scripture, sacred tradition. That being said, this document dates to the mid-100s, the second century, and it is one of the oldest Christian texts, Christian documents outside the Bible. Why is it important? It gives us the names of the parents of the Virgin Mary, Joachim and Anna. It affirms the perpetual virginity of Mary. It teaches that Mary was a virgin before, during, and after the birth of Jesus Christ. It also teaches that she was dedicated in the temple as a young girl at the age of three. And many other things that we know to be true about Mary, sacred traditions, are preserved in this document. Why is it not sacred scripture? Well, it most likely was not written by James. And there's one detail in the book, depending on the manuscript, that is sketchy, and that is this. It is not clear, depending on which manuscript you're reading, whether the conception of the Virgin Mary in the womb of Anna happened with Joachim's help or not. Clearly, Christians believe that Mary had a real father and a real mother, and they both gave their biological input for her immaculate conception. So that's the main reason why this book is not accepted, and of course it's not scripture. That being said, I will read the opening chapters because I think it's, it's important to see how the earliest Christians in the 100s already had a deep love for the Virgin Mary and already realized that her conception, her birth, her childhood all these things were miraculous and filled with grace. Listen to what I'm about to read and realize this is the way that Christians in the 100s, some people date this to the year 150 AD, this is how they understood the Virgin Mary. 
All right, here's the reading. This is from the Proto-Gospel, or in Latin, Proto-Evangelium, which comes from the Greek, Proto-Evangelion, of James. And it begins with the account of her father, Joachim. Chapter 1. In the histories of the twelve tribes of Israel, Joachim was a very rich man, and he doubled the gifts he offered to the Lord, saying to himself, One is from my surplus for all the people, and the other is to the Lord God for forgiveness, to atone for me. Now the great day of the Lord was approaching, and the people of Israel were offering their gifts. But Rubel stood before him and said, It is not right for you to offer your gifts first, since you have not had a child in Israel. And Joachim was very grieved, and went to the history of the twelve tribes of the people of Israel, saying to himself, I'll look into the history of the twelve tribes of Israel to see whether I am the only one who hasn't had a child in Israel. And he searched, and he found that all the just people in Israel had raised children. And he remembered that in the last days of the patriarch Abraham, the Lord God gave him a son, Isaac. And Joachim was very grieved and didn't go to his wife, but gave himself to the wilderness and pitched his tent there. And Joachim fasted forty days and forty nights, saying to himself, I will not go down for food or drink until the Lord my God considers me. Prayer will be my food and drink. Now his wife, Anna, mourned and lamented for two reasons. She said, I lament that I am a widow and that I don't have a child. Now the great day of the Lord was approaching, and her servant, Juthine, said to her, How long are you going to humiliate your soul? Look, the great day of the Lord has approached, and it's not right for you to grieve. But take this headband, which the leader of the workplace gave me. It's not right for me to wear it, since I am your servant, and it has a royal mark. And Anna said, Get away from me. I won't do this. The Lord God has greatly humiliated me. Maybe a trickster gave this to you, and you've come to get me to share in your sin. And Juthine, the servant, said, Why should I curse you, since you haven't heard my voice? The Lord God has made your womb infertile to give you no fruit in Israel. And Anna was very grieved, and removed her garment of mourning, washed her head, and put on her wedding garment. And at about the ninth hour, she went down into her garden to walk around. She saw a laurel tree and sat down under it. And after resting, she petitioned the Lord. She said, God of my ancestors, bless me and hear my prayer as you blessed our mother Sarah and gave her a son, Isaac. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Chapter 3. Anna looked intently to heaven and saw a nest of sparrows in the laurel tree. And Anna lamented, saying to herself, 
Woe is me, who gave birth to me? What womb bore me? I was born as a curse before the people of Israel and have been despised. They've mocked me and banished me from the temple of the Lord my God. Woe is me, what am I like? I'm not like the birds of heaven, because even the birds of heaven are fruitful before you, O Lord. Woe is me, what am I like? I am not like the animals, because even the animals are fruitful before you, O Lord. Woe is me, who am I like? I am not like the wild beasts of the earth, because even the wild beasts of the earth are fruitful before you, Lord. Woe is me, who am I like? I am not like these waters, because even these waters are serene yet churn, and their fish bless you, O Lord. Woe is me, what am I like? I am not like this earth, because the earth produces her fruits when it is time, and blesses you, O Lord. Chapter 4 And behold, an angel of the Lord stood nearby and said to her, Anna, Anna, the Lord has heard your prayer. You'll conceive and give birth, and your offspring will be spoken of throughout the whole world. And Anna said, As the Lord God lives, whether I give birth to a boy or a girl, I'll bring it as a gift to the Lord my God, and it will minister to him all the days of its life. And behold, two angels came, saying to her, Look, Joachim your husband is coming with his flocks. For an angel of the Lord hath gone down to Joachim, saying, Joachim, Joachim, the Lord has heard your prayer. Go down from here. Look, your wife, Anna, has conceived in her womb. And immediately Joachim went down and called the shepherds, saying to them, Bring here to me ten lambs without spot or blemish, and the ten lambs will be for the Lord God. And bring me twelve tender calves for the priests and the elders, and a hundred male goats for all the people. And behold, Joachim came with his flocks, and Anna stood at the gate. And she saw Joachim coming with his flocks, and immediately ran, and flung herself around his neck, saying, Now I know the Lord God has greatly blessed me, for behold, the widow is no longer a widow, and look, the one without a child in her womb has conceived. And Joachim rested for the first day in his house. Chapter 5 On the next day he was offering his gifts, saying to himself, If the Lord God is reconciled to me, the plate worn by the priest will make it clear to me. And Joachim offered his gifts and paid attention to the priest's plate as he went up to the altar of the Lord. And he didn't see sin in the plate. And Joachim said, Now I know that the Lord God has been reconciled to me and has sent all my sins away from me. And he went down to the temple of the Lord justified and went into his house. And about six months were completed, and the seventh month she gave birth. And Anna said to her midwife, What is it? And the midwife said, It is a girl. And Anna said, My soul is magnified this day, and she laid down her child. And when her days were completed, Anna cleansed her menstrual flow, and she gave her breast to the child, and gave her the name Mary. Chapter 6 And day by day the child grew stronger. When she was six months old, her mother stood her on the ground to test whether she could stand. And walking seven steps, she came to her mother's breast. And her mother caught her up, saying, I, as the Lord my God lives, you won't walk on this ground again until I bring you into the temple of the Lord. And she made a sanctuary in her bedroom and didn't allow anything sacrilegious or impure to pass through it. And she called the pure daughters of the Hebrews, and they played with her. And when the child grew to be a year old, Joachim made a great feast and called the chief priests and the priests and the scribes and the elders and all the people of Israel. 
And Joachim brought the child to the priest, and they blessed her, saying, God of our ancestors, bless this child and give her a name that will be spoken forever among all the generations. And all the people said, So be it. Amen. And they brought her to the chief priest, and they blessed her, saying, Most high God, look upon this child and bless her with a final blessing which can't be surpassed. And her mother took her up to the sanctuary of her bedroom and gave her the breast of the child. And Anna made a song to the Lord, saying, I'll sing a holy song to the Lord my God, because God has visited me and has removed the criticism of my enemies. And the Lord God has given me fruit of God's justice, singular yet manifold before God. Who will report to Rubel's people that Anna nurses a child? Listen, listen, twelve tribes of Israel, Anna nurses a child. And Anna rested in the sanctuary of her bedroom, and she went and ministered to them. When dinner was finished, they went down rejoicing and glorifying the God of Israel. So this is a reading of chapters of the Proto-Evangelium of James, which recounts the conception, the nativity, and the early life of Mary. Join me next time as we continue exploring the nativity of Mary. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y using the code 30605.